Welcome to another edition of Here's the Pitch, presented by Masses Restaurants, five locations in St. Louis. STLMasses.com is their website. Hopefully you go there, take a look at their menus, and look them up if you're in St. Louis, if you're listening from other parts of the world. It's my favorite restaurant, big portions, wonderful Italian fare. They've got steak. They've got fish on that menu. They've got a Cajun pasta that's my favorite. STLMasses.com, my title sponsor, and as always... Always looking for new sponsors. We've got a few kind of thinking about it. Yeah, they're thinking about it. So hopefully uh, that comes through. And in 2019 and 2020, this uh, podcast continues to grow and get bigger. And I can give you more frequency. I have some more ideas for uh, this podcast. Um, But I also want to mention thanks to the Trip Daddies who perform our intro and outro song. They are a local band and you can find their music all over wherever you find music these days. So look up the Trip Daddies. Uh, I like the Trip Daddies a lot because they're uh, my brother's band and I enjoy them. On to the podcast today. uh, I've been trying to figure out how to find the Stanley Cup and drink out of it again. I did drink out of it once and I will talk about that here in the interview. But um, there's a man who uh, his Instagram page is Travels with Stanley and his name is Philip Pritchard and he is the man who... uh, on most occasions, is out with the cup as part of its travels. And it's fun to follow him. And so I uh, decided let's figure out where this cup's going to be this summer. So now I'm going to uh, stop babbling on and uh, go ahead and take us to our interview with uh, the keeper of the cup. An honor now to talk it over with the man who's called the keeper of the cup. It's Philip Pritchard. Philip, thank you for joining me today on this special edition as uh, we're talking Stanley Cup. I'm excited. How about you? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It's a uh, pretty amazing summer in St. Louis. Uh, the Blues might have won on the ice, but I think the entire city won the Stanley Cup, and it's it's been amazing so far. And there'll be no doubt the next three months will be pretty exciting. So I'm going to get into your background here in a little bit, but uh, I mean that is your title, keeper of the cup. And so when I started thinking about this summer and what. You know, we've obviously never seen this, so we're curious how the cup gets scheduled. But just tell me a little bit about, I guess, that first and foremost. How does the, the cup get scheduled, where it goes throughout the summer? Well, it's, it's pretty amazing, and it's quite a detailed process. Obviously, the, uh, the Stanley Cup Championship Tour it happens every year, and first time for St. Louis, so it's, it's a new thing for the Blues and that, but... They get uh, 90 to 100 days to celebrate with their team and uh, players, management, partners, season ticket holders, everything. And it, it's basically a world map set out with where everybody's from, like the Tarasenko's in Russia and the Bennington's in Canada or Pat Maroon in St. Louis, uh, etc. And then you kind of coordinate with everybody to make it work, obviously, In the world of travel, there's all different things that go on, but each player gets to spend a day with it, as long as the as well as the coach, the general managers, the the training staff, the equipment staff, of course, the owners, and then the fans. So it's when we flew back from Boston, games after Game Seven with the players. I mean, the buzz was going around then. What what are you going to do? Where am I going to go? And everything. And and for the guys, it'll be arguably one of their special days in their professional career to bring it home to family and friends and say thank you all right so that's where i was i was kind of wondering how this works so the cup gets presented to the blues on that on that wednesday night a special night they fly home they're home at four in the morning and by i think 11 a.m or maybe 12 in the afternoon thursday they're at the 
famous blues hangout, Obi Clark's. Then we see it at the wheelhouse on Friday night. Uh, just tell me a little bit about now how that happens. I, I'm just curious. So are you with the cup at this point? And they just say, Hey, here's where oh, we're yeah, going. Yeah. So we, uh, we flew back with them on the, on the plane after the game. And it, and it was pretty special because obviously they won in Boston. Uh, so an away win is unique because you saw all the St. Louis fans that traveled there to, to, uh, cheer them on and so they had the celebration on, on the ice and they had the celebration in the dressing room and pretty well right from there we headed to the airport they were celebrating on the bus we got on the plane and as you said landed at four in the morning it had been raining that night in st louis if you remember and the people were outside partying i thought it was so special and so great that there was lots and lots of fans waiting at the airport when the team arrived and in traditional hockey style, what did they do right away? They got off the plane and they walked right over to the fans and, and shared the Stanley Cup with them, which was so special. And you beginning to realize how special these fans are and how special the players know the fans are. It happened then. It happened during the parade. The fans are a big part of this, and they're making sure of that, and it, it, it's so unique. But getting back to that, that morning, we... Uh, we arrived into St. Louis and kind of plans were already starting. What's what's going to happen? It's going to be a brunch. Uh, Ob Clark's, like you said, uh, we went there and and the parking lot kept growing and growing in size of people and fans and that. And we had a private party that night with the players after Ob Clark's. Uh, the next day they had a lot of. Uh, we did alumni stuff. We did some family portraits and then you said is the wheelhouse <laughs> so it started building and building and we're still working out the schedule on that because it goes right into the home opener so the next three months will be uh family cup celebrations all not only around st louis but all over the world yeah and so that was i guess my thought was all right so they get off the plane they, they had that reception it's got trade at five in the morning and then do they just say to you, hey, we're going to OB Clark's and, and that schedule early on? Because obviously the parade is going to be there. Obviously, Vegas was uh, where the awards were happening. But just that little 48 hours, 72 hours of the, these guys partying, I was so just interested. All right. So, the, the you know, Alex Steen says, we're going to OB Clark's. You're coming with us, Phil, and, right? <laughs> and it was, uh, it was pretty cool because uh, as being on the plane and – you know, you get to meet the guys and everything, and it's it's exciting time flying home for everybody. And I don't think anyone slept in and that. And they were working on obviously the parade and that, but there was still a couple of days in there. So they they started talking, what what can we do? Where can we go in that? And as you mentioned, Alex Dean there, he was the, uh, the ringleader behind Obi Clark's on that uh, that Thursday afternoon. Uh, so working with Alex, uh, both Alex's, uh, Braden Shen, uh, Jay Bowmeister and that, we kind of started planning out the Thursday and Friday, what was going to happen right into the team photo. And then obviously the parade where it became a pretty unique event in St. Louis with that many people showing up. And, uh, I saw, saw some of the photos of the last Cardinals parade and saw the blues parade and it was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was. It's such a fun time period for all of us here. 
I'm again, I'm fascinated with the scheduling of this cup. So you kind of gave me some of that there. Now, obviously, you can kind of sit down and map it out. So we obviously saw him at the Cardinal game this week. Uh, it went to the new yeah. the new training center yesterday. Now you're not with it. There's two guys, but you're the main guy. But so this schedule, I mean, tell me a little bit about is it is it you working with the Blues? Everybody just sort of you know, putting a spreadsheet together saying, all right, Vladimir's going to be in Russia. He wants to be there. I'm just curious how that all works out as you get to the home opener. Well, you know what? I mean, uh, in a nutshell, yeah, there's a spreadsheet that's put together, but obviously you've got to take into consideration there could be guys that are moving this summer or getting married or have already planned vacations or something, or in the uh, case of Tarasenko, just had a, a baby, so all of that's got to be part of it. So you, you kind of work with all the players to see first what won't work for them, and then you kind of start filling in the blank ends from there. I, I think the unique part about it is there's so many Canadians on the team this year that we are basically crossing the country in Canada for, for all the players starting next week out west, on, uh, starting on, on Canada Day out west on July 1st, and then coming across the country before we head back into St. Louis and the U.S. and then ultimately into uh, Europe. Yeah, tell me a little bit about just the schedule upcoming, if you can. So it sounds like Canada for the Canadians, but you, you said St. Louis again. I'm, I'm just trying to get a piece of it. I haven't seen it since it was here with uh, Jamal. <laughs> Jamal Mayers brought it in with as a, a Blackhawk, and uh, I got yeah, that that's cheer. Right. He brought it. I think Dougie Waite, we brought it. Uh, we actually went to Obie Clark years ago when Dougie Waite won it with Carolina. Uh so, yeah, it, it's been in around St. Louis a few times over the years, but nothing like it's going to be this summer. Yeah, and I'm just curious and, if, yeah, if you can add yeah, to, although like... It's, although it's June 28th now, we kind of have an idea of where it's going to be uh, over the next month or so, but we're working on all the details with each player because they're they're working with their town and their minor hockey or their family and that. So over the next little while, the, the schedule is going to be more detailed and everything. When my- For now, as, as you mentioned, we were at the uh, Cardinals game the other night. We were at the new practice facility uh, yesterday in and around St. Louis the next couple of days. And then on the road, Stanley goes, and the summer with Stanley kind of officially kicks in. When does uh, when does our friend Brett Hull get the cup? And that's the one I want to watch. <laughs> does Do the alumni <laughs> get a chance with it? Some of the Hall of Famers? You just know curious. what? I mean... Like we said off the top, we, we've got so, only so many days because uh, the season opener is in early October. I think the Washington Capitals are visiting St. Louis on the 1st or the 2nd. So we've got to get it all in there. We have, we have to get it engraved, uh, obviously, and all the players got to do it in that. And so the team is working with all of these uh, requests and everything to make everything happen. First and foremost, you got to get all the players and coaching staff of this team to go and then look into wherever, whether it's the alumni, the partners, and, and all of that from there. So there's a lot to, to uh, I guess, accomplish and try and set out and work on work with travel agents, hotels, all of that to, to make it all come around and, and make it all official. So this is, sounds like just one of the greatest jobs ever. I've heard you kind of comment about what uh, how it worked <laughs> You know what? I, I think winning it would be way better because I'd love to bring it home to my family and friends. <laughs> that didn't work out, but hey, hanging out with it is is okay because these guys work their heart out towards it, and to be part of their day, it's pretty special. 
Yeah, I was going to say, when uh, where's my name and what's my day? I'm open pretty much all summer. <laughs> well, you know what? I haven't got the official list on the Blues yet on who's going on, so keep your fingers crossed and see if it gets on. Don't don't get upset at me if it doesn't make <laughs> But I, I think, as I said off the top, uh, the Blues won it on the ice, but the whole city is celebrating this Stanley Cup, and it's going to be so special to be down in Washington or Jefferson or any of the streets down by the arch and that. And, hey, for all the listeners, keep your eyes and ears open. You never know where it's going to be, and I, I think that's what makes it so special. Yeah, what, is, what is a good way for St. Louisans to keep an eye on it and try to find it if it's coming back? Well, I, I think probably the best way is through the Blues and that because through their social media and everything. Uh, obviously, in today's world, social media plays a big part of it. But it's, uh, I, I think that's probably the way. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some public events. There'll be a lot of private events, and hopefully the, the fans can appreciate the private events and, and let the guys have their private time. But for the public, everyone's invited. And I, I think that the, Saint, the colors of the St. Louis Blues will be flying high this summer. So I was kind of getting back to your just kind of your involvement. You're, you're with the Hall of Fame and, uh, in Toronto and this became your job. I heard you kind of talk about this, but tell me a little bit about how this all came, and then, I mean, how many days are you with this uh, this magnificent trophy? Well, you know what? I've been working at the Hall now uh, 31 years, since 1988, and actually my first week on the job, I got a chance to travel with the Cup uh, going north of Toronto, and I guess it kind of worked out, <laughs> and here I am still doing it. Uh, for how many times I'm on the road, the Cup's on the road probably 300-plus days a year, depending on the year and that. And between myself and the other guys, someone is always with it, which means no matter where it is, whether it's a public event, private event, charity event, whatever, one of the Cup keepers is always there. So we look forward to uh, meeting all the fans in St. Louis and, sharing stories with them, but I think best of all, if the cup could talk, it would be a bestseller. Yeah. Uh, are you, or is it just one person and you're, you're with the white gloves or is there a couple guys that uh, kind of hang out with No, the no, cup? there's a couple other guys with the white gloves as well. I mean, I always have the white gloves with me and everything, but it's, uh, it's like we said, it, it's pretty amazing to be able to be able to uh, travel with these guys and, and celebrate their day in that. It's uh, a lot of fun and, considered a, a privilege all the time. I did. So I thought one of my favorite stories, we did chase it down the time Jamal Mayers brought it here. We, we knew Jamal a little bit from working with him. And uh, we did, we kept track of it that day through Twitter, just seeing pictures appear. And we finally got right. to Cafe Napoli and Clayton. And uh, we knew some people over there. We walked in and literally, I was Reed Lowe, I think, another friend of ours who just Gave, you know, literally we walked in. He's like, here, Brad, drink from this. And I, I couldn't believe what was happening. I told my buddy to take a video, but um, it was it was so amazing. My, and then I told my wife, I'm like, but I got to do it for real out of the Blues Cup winner. And she, she just rolled her eyes. But it was my, my favorite thing of the night was uh, it was like 1135, 1140. And I, I'm like, all right, well, I guess the Cup's going to go east side, huh? It's going to be a fun night. And, and whoever it was I talked to said, uh-uh, no, the curfew. The cup has a curfew. Midnight. Uh, tell me a little bit about is—is is that uh, always or is that uh, it's kind of extended? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, we, we do that basically out of respect to not only the guys but the cup itself and the social media. As we now all know, social media is a big part of our our lives now. And when the guys have their day, they're with it. 
16 hours or so, and they've got a lot of private events, and then they get into the public events. And as the party continues, uh, we, we are going onwards to the next event and player, which is the next day. So we are moving out, traveling wherever, whether we're driving at night or, or getting a hotel for, or a hotel late at night and a flight first thing in the morning. And it, it works out great that way. The guys appreciate it. They can still have their party. Uh, and the party can keep going, but the Stanley Cup is moving on to another party. Let me ask, so there's been many fun stories over the years of, uh, well, we saw, obviously, Ovechkin had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I heard Chris Pronger tell a story about being up till four in the morning on his private day. Are you, are you at these parties? Are you, are you kind of, kind of stuck? I would say, wouldn't say stuck. Are you invited? Do you have to be there because the cup is there? How does that work? I mean, we're there. We're always there with it. So someone is always with it, no matter where it's at, whether it's a private party, where it's a public party what have you, someone is always there. And I, and I think that's what's great about it, and the guys appreciate that, uh, that we're, we're looking after the travel for it to get from A to B, so they, cause they have enough to worry about on their, uh, on their day and making sure they get everything looked after. What's, uh, give me two or three craziest days for you with this thing. I, I mean, can you, if you, if you can tell them or five or six, we've got plenty of time, but yeah, give me some, uh, some of your favorites. You know I, I think it's, for me, it's always amazing every time we go to a new town to see the reaction, whether it's a new country or it's just a, a new town. It's, it's always so special because you're, you're involved in everybody. And I think that's what makes it great for the, for the guy to bring it home to say thanks to, to mom and dad or whoever. It, it's a special thing. So whether it's a sauna party in northern Finland or mountain climbing in Colorado or lobster fishing on the east coast, it's, it's always something going on. And I, every one of them is so special. But at the end of it, each guy's Stanley Cup party is his own. And, and that's what makes it great. There's some young guys who get this cup, though. They like to have fun. Do you ever get nervous? Uh... Oh, yeah, they do, and, and that's great. Uh, and that's what I, I think is, uh, is so special about it, whether it's young guys winning it for the first time or one of the veterans like Jay Bowmeister has been around the game a long time, and he finally gets to win it. So that each one of those parties will be different, but it will be special for the, each one of them, and that's what makes it unique. And those times, like I said, at Obi Clark's in the wheelhouse, kind of St. Louis Staples right now, we saw the you know the thing being passed around and, and fans getting a drink from it, which is so cool. It's just the neatest thing. But I, I'm wondering, are you like a concerned parent during these times? Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you know? Don't drink too much. Bring it back over here. How, how's that work? Well, you know what? I, I think what is really special, and we were talking about this earlier, the fan, uh, the players are getting the fans involved, and that's what's great because. To be able to be at a party like Obi Clark's and the cups there and whoever passes you the cup or offers you a drink, that's, that's pretty special. And it's a good pat on the back for, for anyone that they think that much of you that you're, that they want you as part of the party. And to me, as you said earlier, when you're at uh, Jamal Mirrors years ago, hey, you're there and you get to be a uh, part of the party. Take that chance because. You never know when it's going to happen again. Yeah, I never thought I would see it uh, as a Blues fan. Um, I, did you have a craziest day? You got day? it now. Yeah, no, I can't. Like I said, I can't wait to find it. Uh, but did you have a craziest? Do you have one that you go, all right, that one was amazing. That day was crazy. That was whatever. Do you have one uh, or two that come up? 
You know what? I don't know if there's one individual because each one is great, no matter who you're with, because it means a lot to them to be with their family and friends or their high school buddies or whoever it might be. Uh, like I said, I love going to the, the first time places. I remember the first time we went to Russia in 1997. It was so special, and they, those guys were so proud to be able to bring it home to, uh, to Russia and say thank you to them. And that's what I, I think was really special about those type of things and going to Slovenia for the first time or Slovakia or what have you. It's, uh, it, it's so special. And, I, I mean, I, it sounds like I'm a broken record here because each one of them is special, but if you talk to the guys, they'll each have their own story as well. All right, who's cleaning this thing? How does it get cleaned? I lost, a lot of people wanted me to ask you that, honestly. <laughs> Yours truly, every day. What do you do? How do you every clean it? Every morning we wake up, we have a shower, the cup gets a cleaning as well, and then we're on toward the next party. <laughs> how, do we, how do we clean it? What, is it uh, what, do, what do we need to do? Well, so you just... know what? I mean, basically all we're doing is removing the, the fingerprints. All our fingerprints have oils in it. Uh, so many people touch it, cleaning out the bowl of whatever might have been in it. Uh, twice a year it gets professionally done and, and cleaned out, but daily we're just using warm water and soap. And so how many days are you with it? Uh, you said there's a couple guys that go, but I think you're kind of the main yeah, guy. 180 maybe, 100, oh. yeah, somewhere around there. And then the rings, everyone knows that most uh, all the players from every team get their name, but obviously there's been a, a lot of Stanley Cup winners over the years. So how many teams are now represented along the, around the rings of the Cup? Uh, every team that's ever won the Cup is still on that Cup. Uh, not every player's name is still on there. That evolves over time. But every team since 1893, their team name is still on there. So they're part of the union as a Stanley Cup winner. It's amazing. I mean, I, I just the trophy itself, it, it is so iconic. There's no other trophy. I mean, people can kind of try to compare other other trophies. But just even the other day next to the, the World Series trophy, I, it's a nice trophy, the World Series trophy. It has no. It has no comparison to that cup, though. I mean, is is, is it? it it's just so iconic. It has to be incredible to be able to do this job. Right. Yeah. I, no problem. It is, and it is that. And you know, as, as we said, we we thank our stars every day to be part of this great game and this sport. And the guys that are in it are so special. But to be able to walk out on the red carpet and to be there when Commissioner Bettman hands it to the captain. In this case, Alex Peter Angelo, and he passes it on to the rest of the players. It is, uh, it's great to be there. Yeah, that that ceremony is uh, when they find the first uh, player who's been there the longest. It's just amazing. Um, and I want to wrap up just with you mentioned the parade. I know here in St. Louis, we we just really enjoyed the hell out of that parade. We thank the Blues for being such. Uh, fun guys getting out of their cars. You mentioned, you know, you, you go to these parades a lot. I'm just curious, have you ever seen, I mean, where, where does that one rank for parades, uh, you know, in, in history? A lot. Brett Hall said he did one in Dallas, not even close. One in Detroit, not even close. Uh, well, I mean, I remember being at the one in Dallas. Uh, it was, each one of them are special, obviously, and they're different. But, yeah, this one in St. Louis, they waited 52 years for that. Uh, they lined their streets. I think to sum that one up, it was supposed to be thundering and raining that day. It was a beautiful afternoon when the parade was on, so I think even Mother Nature is a St. Louis Blues fan. <laughs> yeah, it was a perfect day. I, I don't normally do these on podcast interviews, but I will say it to you. What is there anything I may have missed or something you would want to add before we, we, we say goodbye today? 
Well, I, I think as we talked about earlier, and you said you got the chance to see the Stanley Cup before. For Blues fans, anytime you get that chance to see it, see it because it's 127 years old of hockey history, the greatest trophy in sport. If you get that chance to see it, please go see it. Introduce yourself to me. Uh, hockey's a great sport with the greatest trophy there is. Well, I, again, I'll be looking for you this summer. And, uh, again, the Blues have my address. I worked there for a long time uh, during my years in TV. So I look forward to Chris Kerber and uh, Mike Caruso just jotting my name down, and I'll be open whenever they need it here. <laughs> Uh, you better talk to those guys, but hey, I look forward to your name on there. <laughs> uh, it's not happening, Phil. I promise you. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I just kind of went along with it. Much appreciate, Philip Pritchard, spending some time with me and talking about the cup. I am going to find it, and uh, I'm going to drink from it once again. That is my goal for the summer of 2019. I don't have big goals. That's one. How about that Stanley Cup, huh? Are you enjoying some of the Stanley Cup coverage here on Here's the Pitch? I had Bernie Federico on earlier and enjoyed that talk, and uh, we'll continue to talk Stanley Cup throughout the summer, along with baseball and other things that come to mind or come to light as the summer continues. The dog days of summer are upon us. Remember to check out my sponsor, Masses Restaurants, five locations in St. Louis. stlmasses.com is their website. You can find locations and menus and set up uh, private events. I've done that before. I watched Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals at Masses. I wanted to be there, uh, not a sports bar, but it had that feel that night. I had a great dinner and enjoyed my Masses restaurant. So hopefully you go there too, stlmasses.com. Appreciate you listening. Again, if you're wanting to sponsor, find me on Twitter, Brad Straubinger. You can find me on YouTube, ST Weekly, or just uh, you know put a nice little review here in the iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll check you next time.